Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to have you here for another incredible conversation with one of our guests. Today, I am joined by Tiffany Lewis. Hi, Tiffany. How are you today? Hi, Raymond. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. Where are you joining us from? Joining from Chile, Ohio. Spring has not sprung here. <laughs> <laughs> I need to send you some sun here in Spain. It's just been so sunny. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm sending jealous vibes I don't want to start that way but yeah. I'm so ready for warmer weather for sure oh I definitely agree with that it seems like this winter has just been going on and on and on yeah um, but today we're talking about how to simplify your marketing and some creating content uh, ideas on autopilot. I know within our community, especially uh, female entrepreneurs often struggle with marketing visibility and we constantly get questions like, how do I do this? So I'm excited that my guest today is Strategic Digital Marketeer and she's the founder of More Meaningful Marketing. Uh, so Tiffany is also a mother and an avid coffee drinker, as well as a business owner and self-proclaimed rebel with a lot of meaningful causes. And she also believes that your brand story becomes the reason people that do business with you and continuing doing business with you. So Tiffany is widely passionate about helping women merge their personal attributes with their professional offerings in a way that boosts both confidence and business. Tiffany, good to see you here today. Great to see you, Raimonda. Really excited. So why is this such an important topic that we are covering today in terms of simplifying marketing? Yes. You know, when I meet with clients and, you know, I see online just kind of paying attention to other people's feeds, they feel overwhelmed by marketing. They feel like so much changes on a daily basis that they're not sure how much content they should be creating, what types of content they should be creating. And so they're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. And I just really want to eliminate that feeling for entrepreneurs. I know how busy we are. And so I'm here to simplify that process, make it feel easier and give confidence in that journey. Yeah, I know. Because, you know, with business and we have so many opportunities to market ourselves but a lot of the times we make it too complicated or overcomplicate things and I don't know if you can relate to those who are listening but I think we especially as women we tend to overcomplicate our message and the marketing process absolutely and even just as a content creator of of my own content you know I feel that too and so it's relatable I understand that journey of 
being so visible and wanting it to be perfect and wanting to portray yourself a certain way. So I hope that this is relatable for the audience. I definitely feel passionately about, you know, making it feel easier. Yeah. I know you've spent quite a few years in this particular field um, before you started your business and then now you get to do this in your business. Tell me a little bit more about your journey. Yes. So I spent quite a few years in corporate prior to becoming a mother and then had my daughter in that journey of corporate. I was more on the B2B side of things, industrial, technical, manufacturing, robotics, automation. And so um, very, you know, heavy equipment, heavy machinery. And along that journey, I just missed the B2C side of things. I missed the human connection. And so I started more meaningful marketing as a way to almost create like that passion again to be able to enjoy my corporate job and then you know being propelled into motherhood and all that it um comes to do to shake up our worlds I my heart grew like 10 times bigger and so then my love for this industry and working with other entrepreneurs and helping others discover their passion in a way that feels authentic and feels seamless I just I'm so just committed to the process of helping people not feel like marketing is something they have to conquer, you know, on a minute by minute basis. And I know sometimes it can feel that way. And so now I get to do that alongside raising my family. And it's just been such a blessing. And isn't it just everyone's dream to have their business or work that works around their family and other commitments, especially for women. I know that personally, the reason I wanted to pursue entrepreneurship because I knew as a woman I needed to build my career in a way that gives me freedom and choice and I'm glad that you've taken that leap and managed to do it whilst also having children so that's pretty amazing and I know it must be quite a jungle for you to to do to be able to do everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to even shy away from that. It is a juggling act a lot of days. But the great thing is, and you were so diligent in your choice to have that freedom and flexibility. And you were ahead of the curve. When I was in corporate, I honestly didn't know if I wanted children. And I didn't think it was for me. And then so I had a big dynamic and a shift that came a little later. And so I was kind of moving backwards saying like, Oh, I have this career built up now. How do I make the sacrifices that it's going to take to have children and, and raise them well and, and be there for all of the moments and milestones. And to be honest with you, Ramonda, my daughter, while I was in corporate, she was in daycare and she walked for the first time she walked at daycare. And that remains to be gut-wrenching, but it also continues to be a motivation to help other women, working women get this right so that they can be more present for their families and not feel so overloaded by this marketing giant that it feels like sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And, <laughs> you know, we want to be present in those moments. And, you know, it's, I, I agree that regardless, you know, I didn't have children yet. And I do feel by making this huge commitment to our business uh, businesses, to our mission, there are some sacrifices. And I think that's a lot of the times goes un, unspoken of the sacrifices we have to make, whether it's with our loved ones, with our quality time with ourselves or just going on adventure or trips because we have to work, right? Yeah. So yeah. There's a lot of sacrifices, I feel. 
Yeah, I think too, not to be afraid to experience the change, you know, you're going to need different things in your business along the way. And what you needed on day one isn't what you need three days, three years, you know, down the road and not being afraid to really take that hard look and say, you know, I'm not going to let society influence the way that I raise my children or the way that I work. And I really want to do it my way. So for me, that looks like more childcare on some weeks than others. It looks like family vacations and experiences. And sometimes it really is quality of time more than quantity in our house. And so not being afraid to say that as a working woman of that, I still need this purpose. And I know so other, so many other women can probably relate to this. Um, not being afraid to dull that light that's within that still loves what you do for work, but also, you know, equally loves being a mother. Yeah, agree. So as we're talking about simplifying marketing, I want to talk a little bit about simplifying marketing in a way that doesn't chain us to our computers or social <laughs> media 24-7. So spill the beans. Yes. How can we give ourselves freedom and still be visible and show up and promote our businesses? <laughs> yes, that is such a great little nugget and intro. So I know that I've talked about this before. If you followed me on social media, is like, put your horse blinders on, right? Like all of the women listening, put your horse blinders on. You may see these women that are, you know, posting content at scale on every platform, but you don't know, they may have a team, they may have people helping them. They may be chained to the desk all day and they're not enjoying life. Like you don't know what's on the other side of this computer. And so first I would say just eliminate any fear of comparison or what you're seeing others doing. That's rule number one. Start fresh with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yes, I I agree to that. <laughs> so once we okay, we know we are on our own journey. This is our own path. Yeah. What strategies would you uh, suggest for someone to implement then to be able to stay consistently visible and not make that um, an everyday or every hour job that they have to do? Yeah. So you can get you know if you can fit one to two hours in your schedule per week, I know how busy we are, but really sit down and and look at that content. What does it look like this week? Do I want to promote an upcoming launch that's coming out? Do I want to share some behind the scenes details? Just really getting the strategy for the week, for the month, for the quarter, and really writing that out. And something that can help is like creating a list one through 10. What do I want to cover? And then, you know, Canva is a huge help for marketers and non-marketers. I mean, you can upload your brand kit, your logo, your font colors, your fonts, and that just saves so much time in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I love how we mentioned it. I was like, yep. <laughs> and truth, truth <laughs> be told, you know, I like what you just mentioned there was time when I used to create content and every day I would wake up and write quotes and put content on, on social media. And then as our business grew, as my team also grew, grew, I realized that we got to have more strategy on a monthly basis or on a weekly basis or like quarterly and yearly basis. So then I started to really think about not only just putting pretty, quotes that get a lot of views and get a lot of likes and comments that was nice and it was growing our audience rapidly but it wasn't achieving our business goals sure 
Sure. And I think it's, it's such a mix right over the years that has evolved. How do you get those nuggets of information and wisdom in a way that people are going to consume quickly, easily come back for more? It's definitely a balancing act. And a lot of people do skip the strategy. That's why I said, you know, first, ignore the competition. Second, think about what your strategy is. That creates the moment of intention that says, not only am I devoting this time each week to making sure my content is resonating with my audience, but I'm doing it in a way that's thoughtful, that's meaningful, that's going to get my business to the next level, as you've mentioned. Hmm. I'm seeing something quite recently um, about, well, my post gone viral, but it, get, it, got, it got me no sales. Yeah. And it just goes to show that in today's world, your post might get a lot of views. It might go viral. It might hit the algorithm button and it skyrockets. You might get followers out of it. But is it going to achieve your business goal? How can we be more mindful of kind of creating content that is specifically geared towards basically reaching for our goals? Yeah, I try to, you know, say, don't get stuck in the follower game, necessarily the engagement game, you know, algorithms change all the time. So you want to make sure that you're diversifying your content throughout different mediums, different platforms, whether it be, you know, your website, social media, email content isn't just social media, right? It's, it's what's on your website. It's what's in your email. It is obviously what's on social. It could be in forms of a video a carousel post, you know, there are all different ways to communicate that information. So I think it's really about finding out where the people that you want to speak to are, and then creating content that's going to help them along that journey and create, you know, yourself as the solution to the challenges they're facing, because we're all looking to solve some kinds of challenges, whether personally or professionally, you want to speak in a way that's going to bring those people closer to you. Yeah, yeah, it's totally, you know, numbers, but what always surprises me, and I get that from other people as well, it's like, you know, uh, somebody reached out to me who I've never spoken to before, or they never liked or commented on my stuff, and they just mm-hmm. wanted to work with me. And they said to me, oh, I've been watching your stuff. It's incredible. Marketing. Yeah. So how does, what's the, hmm, what's the, I guess, the power of marketing when you do it right? What is the power of it, Trudy? Yeah, it really can attract and convert your most ideal clients. It sounds a little woo-woo if you're into that, right? But it really is psychology. It's science. It is the way people purchase. It is the way that they connect with you. So done really well with a mix of not making it all, you know, about you or your business, you know, less the sale and more your business being the, oh, by the way, you know, when done really well, it can generate so much revenue in a way that feels passive, a way that feels easy to where you're not always forecasting, crunching numbers, wondering if it's working. So I think done really well and really authentically can just yield a lot of fruitful results for a lot of business owners. Yeah, I I agree. Because, you know, when you attract the right audience or when you your message starts to land without you knowing, it's like, you know, you love this little bird so much, but you let it out into the world and it has its own purpose to serve. And I feel like this is your message. You have to let that beautiful bird out into the world and serve its purpose, which is your words, your marketing materials. And then it comes back to you. 
like their message, they spread a message for you and it comes back to you over and over again. And just the fact that you don't see this bird in the horizon anymore, it doesn't mean it's not working, right? It's still yes. doing its job. Like I'm always fascinated with Pinterest. Sometimes I go into our Pinterest stats and I'm like, oh my God, holy cow, like there's been thousands of hits on our website just from this one pin that we've done two years ago. Like, Yes. Or sometimes I receive a sale of like some product and I'm like, how did you find that? We didn't even promote it. <laughs> yes. And you know, that's the thing is like longevity matters, like consistency mm. matters. And you've hit on a really good point when you talk about, you know, engagement and a number of pins, you know, you have an old pin that's generating that much engagement is really not paying attention to not only followers, which can be a vanity metric, but also your engagement, right? If I looked at all of my posts and I said, oh, this got three likes, this got four, this got none, right? And I look behind the scenes, either by using, you know, a platform that looks at the metrics or just by the platform natively itself, your email platform, website, social media, and saying like, yeah, this got no likes, but like 500 people saw it. And so, you know, that person who comes to you a long time later could have seen it, but to the world, the people that you fear maybe are watching or you're not doing this right or well, it really falls away when you get behind the scenes and you start digging and you say, this is a well-engaged post. How can I do more of this? It's obviously doing what people need. Yeah. You know what I'm a real big advocate of as well is involving your audience. I feel like on in this online world, there's so much one-way kind of noise and in order for you to bring your audience closer, I believe you have to be open to two-way communication and invite your audience to contribute something to your posts, right? Not forgetting that. What has been your experience of like having that two-way conversation with your audience? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there is no marketing set it and forget it strategy. I mean, if you want to get your marketing on autopilot, you do as much as you can. Maybe you do, you know, to just kind of get this to logistics, maybe you start with two posts a week and you commit to that for a month. But in between those two posts that you're going to post and you're going to use Canva and you're going to get that brand kit in there and you're going to create that in advance, you want to be engaging real time. You want to show people behind the scenes a look at your day. So it's not just the, you know, curated content, the designed, it's actually also the intimate behind the scenes, the get to know you better that resonates too. And people really do that through, like you said, two-way communication, talking in the comments, shooting someone on a direct message. I really liked our conversation today. Thank you for attending my talk. Could there have been anything I could have done better? You know, really opening that door, not only for um, the benefit of sales, but to the benefit of learning your business and better, you know, understanding that ideal client and serving them. Because at the end of the day, these passions that we have as entrepreneurs, you know, they center around the people. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say um, in terms of choosing the right platform? I get this question a lot from our audience to say, well, do I have to be on all the platforms? Should I choose one or the other? Do I need to be where my audience is? Or where do I be where I am comfortable in? And I guess there's like a million questions that people have about where do I choose to be visible and how effective it could be for my business? Yes, that is a great question. It's one I get often too. And I always say like, understand one platform really, really well. The algorithm, the culture, the big players, the um, 
people who want to be there, the demographics, of course, you know, if you have a product or service that's for 30 and 50, get the platforms that resonate with people ages 30 to 50, you know, don't go on a Snapchat. That's maybe the younger generation, right? You're going to misfire every time. So it's just a combination of strategy, but also your comfort level. If you're someone who really dislikes, for example, Instagram, you know, showing up there frequently is a lot of time. It's a lot of energy to be disliking it all the time. So I think it's a mix of finding what feels good. But I will say, you know, email is always a really safe place to be if you're not comfortable being so out and so visible. You know, depending on how your email list was built, those people may have opted in to hear from you. So those are your tribe. Those are your people who are expecting to hear from you, want to hear from you. And you can kind of do that behind the scenes. I think people maybe underestimate the impact of email today because we're so used to seeing everybody's face online, you know? I think, you know, what I realize as well is that it's more quality than quantity. Yes. Um, I find that in today's busy world, we... When we don't have as much time to consume quality content. So trying to find these algorithms and on different platforms, trying to be consistently visible, it's almost we dilute our message on our worth by trying too hard to fit into these platforms' expectations of, well, do reels, do stories, do this, do that. And we're just trying to be everywhere. But the quality of our content becomes compromised in doing so. And what I really enjoy sometimes is like when I subscribe to somebody's particular like newsletter and they constantly drop into my inbox with something juicy for me to read and consume. Like I love it. I will read every single email from them. Right? Yeah. So I value it. But if they were to be visible on every single platform every day of the week, I'd get bored of their message and I'd just tune out because it's noise. It's noise. See, that's the thing about posting so frequently, right? You have to find your own balance and you're right, the quality of content because we can get likes and follows all day with something pretty. But I've found, and I'm sure you have too, that like that snapshot you take on your morning walk that admires nature, like those can be just as meaningful posts for somebody who needed that uplifting moment or maybe they're on a walk too or you created that moment of relatability for somebody who has a similar interest and hobby as you do so I think just being in our own skin and just really um, embracing you know our journeys in a way that can serve others is just so wonderful that's the that's the stuff <laughs> so your business is called more meaningful marketing what is more meaningful marketing more meaningful marketing is really getting to the heart of your brand. It's loving your logo. It's loving your colors. It's shouting your message from the rooftops and knowing that it's the right one and that it feels genuine to you and feels so genuine as it comes across. And it's not just focusing on social media. It's getting that message to the right people at the right time in the right way, instead of being everywhere all at once. It's really honing in to the places that feel like home. And what would you say to someone who's looking at this whole marketing and just saying, it's too complicated. I don't even know where to start. Yes. I, you know, that is the reason I do this is seeing the clients that hate marketing because it's such a, and I say, Hey, right. They, they will come to you and say, I hate marketing. There's so much to learn. It changes so much. And I just say, you know, take a breath. We're going to just our horse blinders on we're not looking outward anymore what is important to you 
what colors do you like? I mean, let's really simplify things. Take it back to basics, you know, make it thoughtful to you. And then obviously we're going to consider your clients and we're going to get to the root of what's going to work for your business. But it starts by really focusing on what feels good and not feeling like we have to be everywhere all at once. Oh my goodness. I think you need a, a tagline for your business. Fall in love with your marketing again. <laughs> oh, it's part of my talk, Raymonda. And one of my first slides that I've been working on is love your branding, fall in love with your branding and everything it stands for, because it is the root of everything you're going to do. And if you're seeing that branding and you're not lit up by it, you're not lighting up when you see it, other people are going to feel that. Gotta love it. But, you know, sometimes uh, as we've been promoting this summit, right, sometimes I see uh, some of our speakers posting some of our content. I'm like, this is so good. The copy is so good. And sometimes I reach out to my assistant and be like, did we write this? Did we create this post? Can we post it on our stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, inspiration is everywhere, right? <laughs> I go crazy over our own content. And I'm like, right, stop it. I love it. You know what, though? It is so important, right? People feel that. And when it's good content, that's when it engages. Like you said, it has to be quality so much that you love it and you're impressed by it. You know, other people are going to feel that. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I feel like marketing should do is get to the heart. Yeah. Get, get to the heart, get to the emotions of your audience. So they feel something. It's not just another noise on social media they feel something and I love when it's done in a genuine way not just you know I see a lot of accounts doing this where they don't show up they don't show up they don't show up and then all of a sudden there is a launch and then they boom you know all sorts of content starts to come out and it's and then they finish the launch and then they go quiet again yeah it's like you're not being diligent with you're not respecting your audience enough to nurture that relationship and you're only doing it to make a sale and it does not feel authentic. You've got to figure out how to do marketing that is genuine and is consistent and is sustainable for you. And it builds the relationship that you want for longevity of your business, not just fly by, let's do it today and gone tomorrow. I don't believe in those tactics. And I, I wish that no one was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. And I just sent an email not long ago said that said marketing is not your Hail Mary. It's not your quick fix. The marketing game is a long one. And I think that is the reason that so many entrepreneurs feel overwhelmed by it because they try something and it didn't work. And so they quit. And then they try again and they it doesn't work because they weren't consistent because they didn't build and nurture that audience and that relationship. And a lot of people give up too easily. And it is it's a long term game for sure. I remember just a little story of mine that when I first started in sort of business and I was doing some kind of consulting or just doing some work and I remember some clients would hire me as their sort of marketing and they want quick results like okay you started today what results can I get tomorrow yeah you just started with marketing marketing doesn't work like that if you want quick results you've got to do sales and I don't do so you know what I mean you got to hire yeah salespeople, not marketing people. Marketing is your long-term game to build your brand, to build your loyalty, to build sales that will become consistent 
and like the someone that sees your post today isn't necessarily become your client for the next several weeks or months could be years yes right yeah the funnel that is the thing like the funnel especially online with us putting so much content in different places the sales cycle is long so we do have to spend time strategizing and understanding the forecast and the dynamics and the relationships and how you know if you're not studying your customers today think you're missing too like what kind of content did they convert on what do they like where do they engage yeah, that was today was so juicy but um I can't believe like the time just goes in a snap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany you are one of our speakers at the Women Thrive Summit which is our annual women empowerment event this year um tell me a little bit more about the talk that you're going to be delivering and why should people be attending it Yes. Awesome. Well, the talk is four ways to simplify marketing and you should attend the talk because it's full of nuggets just like this. It's falling in love with your branding. It's understanding your email. It's creating that consistency that's going to create the sales vehicle on autopilot that I know so many entrepreneurs crave. It's going to do it in a way that feels easy. Take away the overwhelm, put the horse blinders on, get results. Yeah, I love it. This is wonderful, Tiffany. And for those of you who are listening to this, uh, there is an annual Women Thrive Summit, which covers topics from business growth, confidence building, marketing, visibility, finance, and many other things like um, inner transformation, a healing, personal development, and leadership. This year in 2023, our event is happening 20th to the 24th of March. So if you're listening beforehand, make sure you grab your spot over at Women Thrive Summit. If you're watching this or hearing this episode after, you can still get replay to Tiffany's talk as well as many other. This year we have more than 50 amazing speakers. These are credible, amazing women from all around the world whose passion is to help you rise and thrive, not only just in business, but also in life. So head over to womenthrivesummit.com, uh, grab yourself uh, access to our summit, and we look forward to seeing you and your feedback in our community. Tiffany, last parting thought before we wrap up for today. If you're feeling overwhelmed by your marketing or spinning your wheels, definitely attend the talk. Definitely just take it back to basics and be consistent. That's the short and sweet. I love it. Well, today has already been jam-packed, so I can't even imagine what your full <laughs> session is going to be like. 40 minutes with you of marketing. For me, that's a huge treat. So thank you for being on our platform and your contribution to our community. Absolutely. Thank you for having me appreciate it to all of you listening to this today thank you so much for your time we look forward to seeing you on another podcast and don't forget to leave us a review or share this episode with others thank you all for now and we look forward to seeing you again take care bye did you enjoy this episode share it with the world make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes